Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, we're back. For a one-off, the Bandersnatch Black Mirror After Show is here. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bandersnatch, or I'm sorry, Black Mirror Bandersnatch After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We are here. We came back. This is the only time you're probably going to see us this year. Uh, season 5 is delayed, but we understand why. I'm Adrian Stone here, my fellow co-host. What's <laughs> up, party people? I'm Erica Edwards. And Steve Kaufman here. But if you were to like, dislike, and then like again, I might be Mark Donica. Right? You never know. As always, mm-hmm. please rate, subscribe, chat with us on the YouTube, the, the Twitter, the iTunes, the Dropbox, the Live Journal, the MySpace. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> All right, so let's just get into it. First thoughts. Oh. <laughs> okay, now, first, like, I didn't Google it or anything, uh-huh. right, when I first watched it. So it took a while for me to realize that, oh, they want, because I do watch, like, everything on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, am I supposed to be pressing something? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, these are just words to the character. This is just mm-hmm. some Black Mirror thing we going. And so then finally I was like, oh, but then I'm tired. I don't feel like pressing anything. We'll just see what happens this time. And so the first time was, like, totally default because I was like, I don't feel like pressing. I'm tired. So, mm-hmm. um, but overall, I liked it, but I did find it making me weary. But yes, I liked it. Um, I ultimately enjoyed this and the way the Black Mirror only could. I think I think had they gone the way people are claiming they should have, the people who are being negative, mm-hmm. had they gone the way of, oh, it should just be a straightforward narrative and they mm-hmm. should use this as a way to tell it, mm-hmm. we'd all be complaining that they didn't make a meta on top of a meta on top mm-hmm. of a meta reference. So this is what it should have been. Yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was, that he's already a game designer. He's already messing with the idea of choice. That I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, but people are judging it like it's a video game and they should stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get that. I I liked it. I and but there's also like things to me liking it in terms of I liked it, but I don't really know if it's something that I could watch more than the 30 times I, I ended up watching it, because I also knew I was gonna be here tonight, so I was like, well let me watch it one more time mm. and see if I find something else. Uh, I liked it from jump because I just turned on Netflix just to, to watch something in the morning. And I turn around to this British voice telling me what to do with my remote. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I just opened Netflix. Like, I haven't gone to my menu or anything. And it just starts Bandersnatch. I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're doing this. Let's do this <laughs> then. Like, I can't finish it because I have to go to work, but let's go. And the first, like, the second choice is like, do you want to work for, do you want to stay here and work or work at home? And I'm like, oh, well, he didn't want to work here. Mm-hmm. And they when they said try again, I was like, Oh my god, this is real. This is like an actual choose your own adventure book. And I appreciated that. So I, I overall liked that component to it. But it also I think 
I think for people who want to go back and watch it again, I feel like it would be nice if we, we could have shortcuts, just like you would in a Choose Your Own Adventure book, Fair. to get to the things that you haven't seen yet, versus having to watch the whole thing and do the whole choice all over again. Which can be fun, but also giving me the option to just be like, can I skip this part? So, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I So, the was that only the, I guess that was the third choice. Was, the first choice I thought was, was the, cereal, the cereal because I think that's well, yeah. when I really was like, "Am oh, I so choosing here?" Choice. So yeah. yeah. Well, and then the tape, and then the do you want to work? And in? the common meme, the common meme going around the day it dropped was, "Choose your own adventure. This is going to be fun." Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "What kind of cereal do you want?" Oh man. Oh boy, what? <laughs> Mate, I need more time. Can I get more time? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. There was not a lot of time. There wasn't a lot of time to choose, but. Once you could figure it out on your remote, then I think it became kind of easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think mo- a lot of people watch this kind of stuff on their um, on their phone to begin with, mm-hmm. so that it was more of a learn. It was less of a learned experience mm-hmm. if you watch it on your phone. But then it's also still a film, so you should want to watch it on your TV. It gets really confusing. Also, I chose so, the sugary cereal. I chose Frosty's the first time. How does it look? What did you choose? Well, the first time I chose nothing. I think I chose, I always wanted to choose Sugar Puffs. And then every so often I'll be like, oh, you know what? Let me go for Frosted Flakes. Yeah. But I don't even know. And, and did it make a difference? I don't know. Yeah. It makes a difference with the commercial that you see mm-hmm. when you go to watch the tape. Because it's still the dog. Oh, okay. The immediate cutaway is the dog both times. The right? The dog's outside. No, no, no. So when he goes to watch the VHS that mm-hmm. Colin gave him. There's commercial airs right before it starts, and if mm-hmm. you chose Frosties, it's Frosties commercial. Oh, you okay. chose Sugar Puffs, Sugar Puffs commercial. But like the immediate, but the immediate cutaway to the dogs having sex in the yard. Oh, what? Like, I didn't even see that. Yeah, like once you choose, once you choose your cereal, they give you the cereal, and then they cut away to the dogs having sex in the yard, and then the dad screams at them. Oh, the that dog's ha- going through the flowers. I thought he was oh, digging. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, was like, I was like, I was like, oh my god, I missed a choice. I, oh my gosh, I is there watch. a third cereal? This is what happens when you choose like grape <laughs> nuts or something. Yeah. I, I watched on oh my phone, gosh. and I'm sorry. That's so okay, funny. So that's what I want to ask. Oh, what totally was the experience of watching it on your phone? Like, how do you decide things? Is it a little thing that pops up and shows you what to do? Yeah, like I'm. Mine, yeah, because it's full screen, so it's yes or no or whatever. Oh, yeah, you just tap the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's two two whole options that you can tap with your thumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. So huh. it feels. I don't know. I think there's. I there's probably a decent amount of people who viewed this thing as, like, viewed this thing well, like I do, that watched it on their phone or a tablet mm-hmm. versus a TV. Oh, interesting. I, th- I that's probably part of it. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I didn't think of it as being quite adaptable, adaptable to that, because I know when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is much easier having my remote. Cause yeah, it might be, yeah, it might be more fun watching it, you know, I, maybe if I watched it on my TV, I'd feel differently, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's cool. But, I, I mean, I don't, frankly, I don't really even know how to talk about this. There's <laughs> so much to talk about. So let's just go to the basis of the story, which is that Stefan is a video game designer designing a game called Bandersnatch, and he's been hired by a company to produce it. And this is his adventure into the creation of this game and the choices that he makes along the way. Bandersnatch is also based on a real true game from the 1980s that actually never came to fruition as the company went out of business before they uh, released the game. So that's all uh, information we'll be able to give you. There's a great article about it somewhere on the internet. Find it if you want to read it. But, <laughs> but uh, So we enter the world of Stefan and we have all these choices. And I just want to know, when did you kill your dad? <laughs> that could be taken out of contest. It'd be so bad. No, um, 
Was it first? Uh, no. After... Okay. Well, because the way the narrative worked for me was your... Well, first off, the way the narrative worked for me was mm-hmm. I chose to work at the company. I think most people chose and to work... And then you try at, again. Yeah, and then yeah. you try again. And then once you try again, you make it all the way to him trying to take you... Him kind of sort of blindsiding you into some therapy mm-hmm. because you're running the candle at both ends. And then him really just trying to help you, trying to help you, trying to help you, then all of a sudden it's like, kill dad. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to kill dad. And then you wind up opening a safe that shows that he's responsible for a thing that's Mm -hmm. controlling you in your whole Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, man, I really should have killed dad. (laughs) Well, Netflix would not not let me kill the dad. Like, they kept coming back being like, don't you want to kill your dad now? Do you want to kill your dad now? kill your dad and i was like i don't want to kill him ever uh and so it ended up finally looping me through to where i just got the netflix ending which is what i wanted to begin with i I wanted to get to that one first where you realize that you're in a netflix uh that netflix is controlling you Mm -hmm. in the future Mm -hmm. um so the first round i did not kill him and then the second round, I killed him, like, multiple times just to see what would happen and, and chopped him up and mm. buried him and did all the different things. And if you chop him up, you get the, the actually the, the good. The good ending. I was yeah, about to get... say, because I never chopped him up yeah. at first. Because I was like, oh, that's so gross. I love So I buried <laughs> yeah. him so many times. And I was like, oh, this sucks because he's always going to jail. And then I was like, well, let's see what happens if you chop him up. Mm. And then I was like, oh, five stars. Yeah, five stars. Still five jail. stars. An amazing game. Yeah, you get to have the flash for it with Colin's daughter. It's great. Mm. I... But yeah, I didn't want to kill that down. Funny, funny story. I think the very if you stay and you pick the wrong choice for all the characters involved, that's actually the best choice. Yeah, because the game doesn't fail; it just gets two and a half stars. Like it's not an abysmal, like oh, it's the worst thing ever. So much is like it's not the best. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It'll be better. He'll probably have a career in this industry. Yeah, he doesn't oh, kill his right, dad. Right, because that was the choice where it was like, oh, a team of people helped him or mm-hmm. something, and he. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what happened to me the first time yeah. through, and I was like. Oh, okay. What's going on? And then, you know, and then it just got darker and darker. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That's the closest you'll find to a happy ending in Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah. And I liked, I guess. The one where he was an actor was fine. Like, that one wasn't, it was kind of corny, but it was fun. It was cute. I liked that. I found that, like, kind of after the fact. But I like the commentary that I guess, I mean, here's the thing. Like, Black Mary usually always has some type of social commentary. And, uh,. Charlie Booker kind of turned the tables on us this year mm-hmm. and was like, the social commentary is you. How messed are you in the brain? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, oh, right. no. Uh, apparently, the first go around, nobody's messed up. And then it's interesting to see, like, when people get pushed, what we will do. Like, mm-hmm. well, if you keep asking me to tell him to jump off, if, I ha- if one of them has to jump and c- commit suicide, who are you going to choose the first time? Who are you going to choose the second time? Uh, the first time I chose Stefan, because I was like, I can't kill Colin. Colin's, I don't have control over Colin. I think I did the reverse. I was like, Colin, you gotta go. Why did you bring, give him drugs anyway? Good. Oh, did you do the one where well, he, like, turned the... down the drugs and then he drugged him? No, I don't think I did that one. Okay. Is that a choice? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. like, um, I do think that whole, that whole scene to me felt like... I overthought it a little. That in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I feel like all these choices are going to be the same. That mm. whether I choose the drugs or not, I'm going to wind up with the drugs. Yeah. Whether I choose... Oh, okay. Yeah. Whether I choose 
Colin or the other one to jump off, mm-hmm. the outcome will still ultimately be the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe I I overthought that one a lot, but I also thought, well, no, I'm 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 this character. I'm not he's I'm not going to make him jump off the bridge. Yeah, it'll be the other guy. Yeah, right. And then I think I. It took me a while before I actually followed Colin because I didn't really like that choice. I was like, just take your butt to your crazy butt to therapy. So I always had him going to therapy like for the longest. And I was like, oh, okay, Bye. see what's happened when you follow Colin and you meet the baby and stuff. But I was like, oh. Yeah, when you choose the good choices, like go to therapy, take your meds. Then they're like, mm, try again. <laughs> I know, I know, right? It's like, oh, go, like, back. No. go back, go well, back. To be fair, that therapist was never good. No. Like, that therapist was, like, borderline um, unprofessional mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, if you ever need me, yeah, here's my, my personal number. phone number. Like, boundaries, girl. Well, actually, that's I think that's more common than not nowadays okay. that therapists will give you. I know when I was in therapy, my therapist was like, if you ever have an emergency and we're not meeting or, like, it's just something happened, like, you can call me, like, if you need to be talked down. And Fair. it was nice. Like, I never called her. Yeah. I called her once. Just to kind of be like, because I got in my head about something. So that's a common thing for oh, okay. your therapist to give you your number for that, for that type of reasoning. But she was also kind of strange in that. Uh, I guess I, I don't know. I don't know the difference between. I, she's more of a psychologist and not a therapist. Okay. She gives some medication. Well, yeah, she. So I don't know. In any case, I will say this: I did not like. I would have liked the story to have been a little bit more fleshed out, in terms of. I think because we're we're trying to achieve so much and and give us so many options, which I appreciate, that it got sacrificed a little bit. Like, I didn't feel Stefan was that fleshed out. I didn't think Dad, his relationship with his dad, or anyone really, was that fleshed out. And I wanted more of that. I think it also all felt like a construct to a certain point. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like at the end of all five endings you can be like, okay, so Stefan is this kid who had a traumatic event, mm-hmm. who had a traumatic event and, like, he's trying to deal with it. Mm-hmm. He blames his father. His mm-hmm. father kind of blames himself. And, like, that's the catalyst for him being, isol- like, so isolationist and in his head and yeah. be able to see permutations. And that's what makes him a great developer. And, like, that would make sense until nothing disproves the thing in the safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing disproves, like, the him fighting with the mm-hmm. psychologist. And then you don't know what's real. Yeah, And, like, I think it's difficult to write a well-fleshed-out character that way, because you're like, well, but then nothing means nothing. Yeah. And I think you, if you wanted to do, like, the whole when Colin's talking about, like, the alternate universes and you dying here, it doesn't matter, that kind of thing. If you want to push for that, I don't know. It just, it kind of, I, okay, full confession, I spent majority of Christmas break, break playing uh, Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 2. <laughs> which is an actual video game with a story and you have options and things that you can do or cannot do that will affect the ending of your character. Um, and so after coming off of that and then seeing Bandersnatch, I was like, oh, but the Red Dead, don't get me wrong, Red Dead had 65 hours to tell a story mm-hmm. and we they only had like an hour and a half or two hours if you keep going. But it, it just, Black Mirror is so good about telling a, a social commentary story in their regular shows um, that speaks to so many levels that it was just kind of missing here for me. Uh, for me, I think I definitely wanted to know a little bit more behind the father because the whole thing with the bunny and the and kind of how his father was overall with this, you know, locking the office space in the very beginning always creeped me out. Um, so it seemed like 
his father came off sort of as this um, yeah. sort of antagonistic, sort of evil mm-hmm. type character, but you know, um, we're kind of seeing it from such a skewed perspective that yeah. I think it would have been nice to have a little bit more of a grounding there. Yeah. You know, since we had to kill him anyway, it would be nice to know why we we're really killing him. Um, I did love the uh, when you chose Netflix and they tried to explain Netflix to him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cute, Hilarious. adorable touch yeah. that I really enjoyed and thought was fun. Um, did you get to the one where he's like the fighting her at the end? And yeah, like, yeah. Be my feature friend, kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, it was. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah, I want I want more from the characters. I think, and just a little bit, because after a while, it was sort of like, oh, this is a cool game. Do you want to know yeah. what fit this narrative perfectly? The way Black Mirror did it, and I know mm-hmm. there was a Clue movie, mm-hmm. but you could do a two three hour version of Clue mm-hmm. where they're all in the house, mm-hmm. and that they ultimately go through every scenario and there are choices beforehand. It, actually, I'm describing something that would cost like a hundred million dollars, but. If you could choose your player and then follow mm-hmm. your player through to the end, mm-hmm. and then as you chose your player, the actual way it ended, so the house, or sorry, the room in the house, the weapon, and mm-hmm. the person who did it mm-hmm. changes randomly every time. Mm-hmm. So you choose your player, and it might have been you, mm-hmm. and then you still have to go through the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just re- I'm just No, I see what you mean. I mean, they kind of did that with the Clue movie, but just with the endings. Clue, 1985. Very up. good. Or 86, one of those, one of those years. 83, whatever, it doesn't matter. Look up Clue the Mid-80s. Movie. <laughs> yes. The mid-80s Clue yes. with People. Tim Curry. Yes. Uh, I think, yes, I think if, like, even having it from different perspectives, I mean, Charlie, thank, first off, thank you so much for making Bandersnatch and a choose-your-own-adventure movie. It was really cool, and I'm sorry that we're up here being like, could you do more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not saying he does more. I'm saying he, he used his franchise mm-hmm. To put something out there mm-hmm. and said, this is what I did with it. Yeah. But now Netflix has this technology. Yeah. If you want to bring Clue, if you want to make kind of sort of a video game, if you want to, if you just have a character that's a paranoid schizophrenic mm-hmm. and you want to tell a narrative through his perspective, like we now have the ability to do that. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, I, I work in video games and, uh, you know, Two years ago, working on a video game, like, shooting a scene took, like, five minutes. Hmm. And now shooting one scene takes, like, 30 minutes because we have so many options that we're doing and we have different responses for everything. So we're, like, he's going to read it this way. I have to respond this way. Okay, now do this take. Okay, and we do it again. Same line, slightly different. Uh, It's so much work. But I also really enjoy it. And I think that applying that to movies is certainly on the way. You know, we're, we're getting on that path where... We want that kind of more interactive thing, and uh, I don't think 3D is going to work. And no. Virtual reality, maybe we'll see. But interactive movies, yeah, I can see that this, working. This also kills piracy. Because if you yeah. get the pirated version of Panders- Bandersnatch, it's just, I believe, the left option the entire way. Oh, really? Yep. Dang. Oh, wow. Because it's okay. the essentially what they did was recorded their screen while they hit play and then yeah. nothing else and that's oh yeah that's all that's all you could possibly put out without building your own operating system to play it see that hollywood also i think a friend of mine machine. i know he saw an illegal version and i think he said he saw all the different endings but i didn't want to ask him like how did you i don't know they probably just recorded it and then yeah. just played it or... well i guess 
Well, because you see all five endings if you don't go to the credits. Yeah. So I'm sure that they just did the default path and then kept going back to see all five endings, and then that's the file. But there are certain points where you have to choose. Mm. I don't know if it'll keep playing if you don't choose. Um, Like when it goes to the two TVs. I don't know. I guess somebody has to be paying enough attention to know. Mm -hmm. To know, okay, you have to go back here and then choose what you didn't choose. Mm -hmm. I'm sure by now, because it's been weeks, Mm. there's a fairly completionist probably three-hour file on the Pirate Bay. But yeah. it took them right. three weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot. People will have... So many people will have seen it by then before it becomes, like, pirated. Of course. And it's Netflix. Come on, guys. It's, like, ten ninety nine a month, and you have plenty of friends who have it. I just gave it to my mom, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> like, it's no excuse to not be able to get Netflix unless you don't Very have a TV. True. Uh, yeah, so... Just to bring it back into, I really liked the the uh, Black Mirror little tie-ins with mm-hmm. like nosedive and metalhead and uh, even the the white bear symbol that comes mm-hmm. in, and it, it was it also made me think that are they saying that anytime we watch Black Mirror, it's just somebody's video game? Um, possibly that, that, the all of Black Mirror is just they're all like, cookies. Bro. Yeah. They're all cookies reenacting for you in that moment. It's yeah. just live theater. That's how live theater will survive. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Perhaps. I mean, that's kind of a theory that I thought they were kind of t- touching upon. Like, uh, there's an episode of Doctor Who, the Peter Cavaldi years, where he talks about the fact that we're so evil to uh, video game characters because we don't see them as real. But what if they were real? But we want to do that to them. And that kind of ties into what they did with this of, well, if... You know, I've been in video game world for like a month, so even I was sitting at home like, what if I'm a video game? And the person who's playing me, like The Sims or something, they just didn't play me for a few days and forgot and just left me on the couch watching TV, which I've done to my Sims. (laughs) For for hours being like, oh, what's this on TV? Oh, shit. Oh. Do they need to? Oh, they're fine. I have that that cheat code where they don't have to pee. Like, so, you know, it... It kind of makes you think, like, oh well. In terms of bigger scheme of things, like if we, if that's how we were, if we were just video games instead of video games instead of video games, like how messed up would it be that we're like, mm. we do? I, I did say I appreciate that most people did try to go the right way the first time, and that the game was like, you must do the bad things. I know. Right. So are we controlling, or is the game controlling? And us? that was another thing. Mm. When he says at the end, he's like, I know that they think that. Uh, I'm not in control, but I just like to make them think that way. And he's talking about the audience. Right. And I was like, that's creepy. But yeah. of course you're in control. Like, I'm here. No, and I told you to break that computer, so get to it. <laughs> oh, I never made him break the computer. It's I did once. I did once. Like at first I was yeah. like, well, obviously you don't break your computer. Like who does yeah. that? Well, so. I remember it was like pretty early on in the like he was midway through trying to ship the game. Mm-hmm. And then it was like yell at your dad or pour tea on the computer. And mm-hmm. I'm like Yell at your dad. Or something not those two things. <laughs> yeah. Well the pour tea on the computer the first time when he's yelling at his dad, he will do it. And the second time when you get the option oh, again, yeah. he won't do it. He resists you. And that's when it becomes like, Who are you? <laughs> um but if you ask him to break it the second time, I think he does. Break I think it. so too. Yeah. 
I didn't I didn't ask him to do it for a long time because in my mind I'm like, but these aren't reasonable choices. Right. I love how right. we were all trying to be super reasonable about a black I mean, mirror. I know, because I was like I was like, you're mad, but you're not gonna break your computer and you're working on a game. Like you're not gonna do that. And then um but then once you kind of get into it and you're mm-hmm. like I already chopped up the body and stuff, yeah. Then I had Pearl break her computer. Cause I was like, Yeah, girl, break yeah. it. You work for Netflix, you'll get another computer, break it. Well, I just I like I had her pour the Tea, and I then pour the, the white tea bear first thing time. comes up, and it's like, oh, she's playing the game. Yeah, yeah. I had she's her, so I had her pour the tea the first time, but then I was like, no, smash it. Yeah, and that was great. That was fun. I was like, oh, Although, okay. how really tinfoil hatty? What's to say that this isn't a version of white bear punishment? That's I had that thought as that, well. Like that you because get... it kept showing the white bear, and I was like, is yeah. he being punished for killing his dad? And this has been his punishment that he forgets and has to do all this stuff again. Well, and because the white bear, the white bear compound, like it, the they pretty much created this touristy, this touristy world. This is where, season one, black bear yes. for, for people who are like, what? <laughs> that was very much. It was very much your punishment fit your crime mm. that people will do terrible like for in this woman's case, people will do awful, terrible things to you mm-hmm. and you won't stop them because that was her crime. Mm-hmm. She didn't stop. She didn't stop her boyfriend yeah, from killing a child. Right. So I think it would be fitting if he worried so much about this game that he wound up killing his dad. Yeah. And now that's that he gets thing. stuck in a game yeah. that other people control. True. And just he gets tormented forever. Yeah. I'm. I'm a fan of that theory. Yeah, and I like that because it still ties into the Black Mirror type of thing. I I guess for me, yeah, there's no Black Mirror payoff. Like, when you find out that the kid, um, this is also season one, I think it's episode two, where the two guys are running from, they're being controlled by the person on the phone, and then you find out that he was a pedophile. Yeah. And that payoff, because that episode, I was kind of like, I'm not really feeling this episode, but when I got to the end of that episode, I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> like, oh, okay, we are in this now, um, and I appreciate those kind of payoffs, even if there's something I don't like, where they kill off the people that I do like, you know, or the ones with the the serial killer woman who kept killing everybody. Oof, crocodile! <laughs> That's we had our fun with crocodile. Uh, God, but. Yeah, I think having that kind of payoff where we discover something, and maybe they do have that. They did say that there are probably routes that they even themselves have forgotten about that if we keep digging, we can find. And even in my third viewing today, before coming here, I had a new a new scene, and I was like, this is not, I mean, this is a similar scene, but this is slightly different. Like, he's being really mean to his therapist. He wasn't mean to his therapist the last time I did this. Um Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I have to look for that. See, yeah. that's the thing. Like, sometimes I think for me what's um, challenging about it is that, like, now that I've seen it a few times, like, when I go back, like, I only have, like, a few choices, and I'm like, oh, I got to put this down. You know, like, yeah, it's, kinda, it's kind of tiring. So I do wish that it because I do remember loving these books as a kid mm-hmm. where you could choose your own adventures. But then you go back and you just go back to the page and choose a different page. Yeah. Like, I don't have to reread 50 yeah. pages. And so, yeah, I mean, if there was a little bit easier way and to actually, kind of get through it, I, I would. saying all that now, but I do think there is a way to go to certain parts mm. through the title page. Really? I could be wrong, but I remember some article showing up being like, 
the new page for Bandersnatch looks crazy and it had like a picture, it had just different pictures and you could click on them. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so there might be a way to do it. Yeah. Or so maybe once or I get eventually. off my phone or whatever, because when I go through my phone, I'm like, and then, oh my gosh, it took me a while to figure out Restart Girl. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, I can't get before this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I they, they don't really want you to restart. That's a big thing. He's like, I don't want you to restart because then you're going to see stuff that you've already seen before. If you never restart Bandersnatch, um, you could technically keep going back and finding new things just by like rewinding it. And, mm. and then ha- ha- I felt like I wasn't going. Maybe programming maybe, it. Maybe I wasn't going. I think my, the reason I restarted was because I felt like I couldn't go back to some kind of earlier choice. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think I kept wanting, because I heard this the thing about the secret ending and the, mm-hmm. the two family photos, and mm-hmm. I kept going, I got to get these two family photos. I want to see what this is. Yeah. And um, I could, you know, like it was just hard for me to find that choice or something. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. this is. The editor in me wants to be like, can you just show me the file? Yeah. Can you just show me the folder that has all the files? Yeah. And I'll just watch all the files. Thank you. Or something, some sort of tab where I can see all of my choices and then I can just go back to, like, I yeah. don't know, Sugar Puffs and see mm-hmm. what leaves me. And we're and... saying all this and it might actually be there. Yeah, like that. I didn't, I, the way it's set up now, it doesn't appear that way. And maybe they will add that. But yeah. They did say it does program to what your choices are previously mm-hmm. so that you should be able to find things you didn't find before all if right you go through it every time if you go through it and then play it again but yeah you still have to play it again but you can go like you can, i guess you can skip in 10 second intervals well, does he get a girlfriend means. in any version is any know. version do you None get I've a girlfriend seen. do you, do and you I'm have kind of relieved by that because i don't always sometimes i feel people put relationships in things where it's not at all needed or necessary and so i appreciate that they didn't do any of that well, or like it's okay, but he could have gotten a girlfriend, or like become a healthy enough human to want a girlfriend. Yeah, that like I don't know. I think, and I really would have liked to. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was. I felt the silence in the room, and I had to be like, compared to the character as he started on page one. Yeah, we're talking about a character. I'm sorry to everyone. No, <laughs> it's okay. I really would have liked to have just known why he was on such heavy medication. Yeah, like, I understand that his mother died when he was young, and he's still coping with it, but. And maybe maybe I did hear it and I forgot because I watched it like so many times. But why is he on such heavy medication? What's the deal with his temper? There's just a few little things that if they clarified, I think would have made it easier to enjoy. And I felt bad. I like Colin. I know a lot of people didn't to the point where the actor got mm. bullied off of Twitter. Um, oh, I saw that. But I think the reason why people didn't like Colin is because he just wasn't fully fleshed out. But there's also a whole other ending where Colin comes to the house after he's killed his father. He sees his father's dead body in the house. And he's like, okay, so do you want to kill me or are you going to let me go? And <laughs> clearly he's going to call the police. And you just kind of get to see that Colin is a little bit more, I don't know, not just like conspiracy theorist, but a little bit more understanding, a mm. little more like a family guy. I'm pretty chill about everything. I don't know. I liked it. I he's not fleshed out enough that I, because I'm hoping he's involved in something else in mm. the Black Mirror universe because mm-hmm. they haven't ruled that out. That I I want to cling to the idea that he he exists later on as someone trapped in like trapped very much in a ground a veritable Groundhog Day. Mm. Colin, yeah, because he when he disappears, they went yeah, like mm. he constantly he he's not lying. Mm-hmm. Like every day he wakes up in the same day or every day he wakes up in a timeline but when he dies he then goes to another timeline that would be really and cool. sometimes it's similar sometimes it isn't and like mm-hmm. he's just 
trapped and he doesn't know how or why or if or is it the multiverse? Is mm-hmm. he actually in bed sleeping? Like, mm-hmm. all, is it the Matrix? Like, all that stuff that... I would be here for that. Like, uh, just... Mirror, if you want to do that. Like, a straight-up narrative... <laughs> but a straight-up narrative about Colin just yeah. stuck in... Stuck in a narrative loop. Yeah. And, okay. And we have to... We have to go through it with him. Yeah. In a, in a way that's not this interactive narrative. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Or he's... Or this is all uh, White Bear. <laughs> it was all White Bear and he's one of the actors. Or they're all cookies in White Bear and mm-hmm. whatever. Well, yeah. we will definitely find out in 2020. <laughs> very true, very true. I, I didn't think Colin was fleshed out enough for me to like or dislike him. He was mm-hmm. all right, you yeah, know. He was, fine. He, he was fine, you know, until he was gone. I really think I just like that actor because I remember he, I was like, I know that actor. What is he in? He was in, oh gosh, uh, I can't even think of the movie anymore. It's some movie with um, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Meet the Meet the Millers. It's a comedy where they're all bandits pretending to be a family oh, trying yes. to get to Mexico, and oh, he plays the son, and I he has to wrap waterfalls. That. And I was like, okay. I like this actor. So, I mean, okay, he's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did want to bring up. So there's an actor, and I, I've forgotten his name. Apologies, I meant to write it down. Who was a, a, a series regular in Sherlock? He played the Weasley um, forensics expert who appeared in the credits on IMDb as being in Bandersnatch. And I have no idea where he was, which makes me think I'm missing a whole other chunk. And you said you didn't know either? I haven't... I couldn't... I couldn't place that face yeah. in the in Bandersnatch, which is shocking because Bandersnatch actually does not have that many characters. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I don't know what season is that. I don't. I He's mean, I watch. I watch Sherlock, but I don't really. So remember in season everybody. two of Sherlock, where okay. he's trying to figure out how Sherlock died, the guy who was like, "No, he jumped from the building and saved her life, and they kissed." <laughs> that guy. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm that guy's in to... Bandersnatch. Okay, okay. If um, you out there on the YouTube, on the iTunes, on the Twitter, yeah, want to reach out and tell me where he is in Bandersnatch, I'd really appreciate it. Please, because uh, it was kind of driving me crazy. I was like, "How could I have missed him? I don't understand where he was." Wow, that's interesting. Mm. We're mm. missing people? Oh, no. Yeah, I couldn't find could, something. Could you imagine how convoluted this this narrative could have been if, let's say, you you kill Stephen, like, two, like you get two or three endings with St- Stefan, and you have to go back and be his, wake up as his dad? I'd be here for that. And then go through the same, go through the same course of events, but from his perspective? I I love that I'm I love that kind of crap. Okay. I, I mean I do I love it. I love anything where where you see a movie and it's a mother daughter and then the daughter grows up and it's played by the same person who played the mother earlier. Like I love that kind of crap. Mm. Uh I'm here for time travel, I'm here for like any time Rick and Morty does anything where they jump into different times. Well, Rick and Morty have the production budget to do something like this. Yes. I'm Always here for all that kind of crap. They have a hundred episodes. They can just count this as ten. Yeah, and then do a whole. They take their time between seasons anyway. They yeah, <laughs> just twenty twenty. Is that when we're getting another one? No, we'll get another Black Mirror before we'll get another Rick and Morty. Basically. All right. Well, are there any final thoughts? I think we've kind of gone through everything we can I possibly we go have. through. So, yeah. I think we've gone through all the endings, <laughs> well, haven't we? Let's just try and pull up predictions on Black Mirror <laughs> season five. <laughs> Oh, um, I feel like I had a crazy one last time we were, because, 
of what what to expect in season five, and they're not doing it. So I'm. Yeah. They must have wrote all the episodes before they've seen this after show. That's how I feel. Yeah. So for season six, I'll have to re remember something really cool. Nothing. You got nothing based um, off of just what we saw from Bandersnatch or the the scroll at the end with the daughter, where you read the scroll and it talks about other Bandersnatch or uh, Black Mirror episodes. Um. Did you see that? I saw that, but I'm still still blanking on because they don't narratively they don't like to come back to any one character again mm-hmm. so they're just gonna they'll jump off from a, th- a weird theme mm-hmm. and i'm trying to think of weird themes because the idea of being banned from a network was super was before that john ham episode like no one ever thought about like how it would suck to be banned from gmail mm-hmm. whereas now we're all really cognizant of something like that so i'm trying to think of a, an idea like that yeah that no one's thinking of yet okay so yeah I'm trying to think that would that would be where to start. Cool. Erica, you're like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, um, wait a minute. Uh, let me think. No, I don't have anything. Not even play. I don't really have anything. Sorry, people. No, no worries. I think I like the, the idea of Colin coming back. And I do, I, I've heard there's possible talk of a sequel to uh, the USS McAllis. McAllis? Oh, McAllis. yeah. Okay. Uh, so they might actually be bringing that back, which would be cool to see. I mean, in terms of, of social commentary, uh, the world is so insane right now. You could really just, you could just throw a pin on anything or throw up, you know, a dart at anything and it would be uh, good enough for Black Mirror. But I, I mean, I think I've always liked the idea of them kind of maybe <laughs> doing like a Twilight zone thing of like we think we're in control of something that we're not like with the alien one where the aliens are causing the lights to go out and causing mania mm. oh, okay. uh, amongst the people. I've always uh, like, I like when they do a social commentary that's not just about British life or American life, but like this is something like a human experience or, or how we're all pardon my French fucking up. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I would love an episode that kind of focused on just, Oh yeah. Humanity as a whole is just kind of like, mm. Also, Crazy. like mass hysteria would be something interesting. Yeah. That and maybe they've already done this. I'm like sure. I'm trying to think of like we all know the story about War of the Worlds that's mm-hmm. apparently not even true. Mm-hmm. That they played War of the Worlds on the radio and we all went crazy. Yeah, they thought right. it was and that wasn't actually the case. But there are mo- there are moments in time where humanity went crazy yeah. all on their own. I feel like isn't there a story of like on the west coast of America nights after Pearl Harbor they started shooting at nothing. Oh, I don't know about like that. Like, some, something like that, I think, would be an interesting... That we all just... Could, there's Mass Hysteria would be the nugget of an idea I have for a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind an episode that really dealt with um, immigration and a yeah. little bit deeper on race relations. Because yeah. I think that not just in the U.S., but, like, in France, yeah. there are a lot of issues along immigration and how we treat immigrants when we mm-hmm. all really are immigrants. So mm-hmm. I think... Um, you know, Black Mirror, that would be interesting to do. Uh, yeah, I really, and that's kind of, I think, what I was leaning towards as well. It's just that it would be nice to have a, a conversation about how humans have historically treated each other and how we treat each other now and, and what that means to have, like, what are borders when we are all stuck on this round thing that mm. we cannot leave for all time. <laughs> <laughs> what was the military what one? Does it mean? What was the military one last season oh. with the eyes? Because that covered it a bit. Yeah, there's a few. Oh, right, where the, they they thought they were all monsters. The, so I guess I, they kind of there was more that. propaganda. Like they yeah. covered propaganda more or less mm-hmm. that way. 
yeah. through the, through the lens of what if we could literally change your lens? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Never mind. You know what, Black Mary? You've already done everything we could think of. More race relations, please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. More gender politics, please. Uh, more everything, please. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Thank you. Oh, service. yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see what Black Mirror did with the Me Too movement. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. God, I have some stories. Like, Oof. You want to, let's talk. Call me, Charlie. All right. Well, I think that wraps up Indeed. this season slash episode <laughs> of Black Mirror. Uh, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also catch me on Sundays for the Outlander after show here on AfterBuzz TV. And where can they find you both? What's up, you guys? What's up, party people? You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A-D as in Door Edwards. You can watch me here on Sunday evenings doing Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, and that's it. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively. I'm at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I run a lot of YouTube pages for some of your favorite wrestling personalities. So if I tweeted the link, I'm likely involved. Thanks. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you in 2020. Ciao for now, folks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.